Raiders fans. You can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Raiders. Go on. Get a little out there. Into the big-hearted heart of Nevada. Swap your jersey for more adventurous attire. Take a time out and huddle around the campfire. Come to a place where the stars shine brighter. Change your POV. Ride an ATV. Tell reality BRB. We've got surprising things to see. Go on. Get a little out there. Start planning your trip at TravelNevada.com. Welcome to the Raiders Press Pass. Your credential to all things silver and black. Very vocal in wanting Antonio on your staff, and and you saw a lot in him that people are seeing now. What was it in him you saw before others did? I don't know about before others. I mean, I mean, he's been around this league and been a lot of people known him throughout this league for a long time. But when I met him, somebody that worked hard, um, had good knowledge of the game, and you know was a good, had leadership quality. So that's what I saw when I met him. Coach, he has not been put on IR yet. Do you expect the Bon Diablo to be back this week or do you think he might be out a little bit longer? That's always a question for the head coach. They, you know, I don't, I don't deal with the injury questions, but we'll be happy to get him when, when he comes back. And, you know, I'm sure he's working hard to, to get back on the field as soon as possible. First thing, you know, they're all pr- professionals. You know, they come in, work pretty hard in the classroom and on the practice field. Great energy from both of those guys. And, you know, when they got their opportunities to get in the game, you know, being physical, able to make tackles, that's always a positive and playing with great effort. You have eight sacks in the game. You know how is that possible? What are the things that you know that people don't really necessarily see that equated to that success? It starts with the the, the players first and foremost in terms of executing the, their their assignments and the game plan for that game. They did a good job with that. But the thing that stands out the most when you look at all the pressures was the effort. You know, just the guys. You know, relentless pursuit to the ball. They were hungry to get to the football. And, you know, I would say, again, I can't give you an exact number, but a lot of sacks throughout this league, it starts with the effort of those guys, players, you know, playing, you know, really, really hard on each play and making the play. That's where a lot of sacks come in this league. And a combination of that and obviously on the back end, the coverage, you know, just sacks aren't possible if the coverage has to all tie together. So, again, it's all about team defense, you know, the coverage and the rush all being tied together. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. The, uh, the results were obviously great on Sunday. How did everything go communications-wise, logistically? You know, that was obviously a very quick turnover. How did all that stuff go? You know, um, the, the players, they did a good job communicating on and off the field. You know, the coaching staff, you know, each day is new and you have to adjust with it. And it worked out on Sunday. So, you know, it's a new week this week and we'll see how it goes this week. But it worked out on Sunday. Coach, your players call themselves the misfits, and, mm-hmm. and this is a defense where maybe there isn't a ton of people nationally known, but to some of their parts, they're playing well. Mm-hmm. For you, how much pride do you take in that it's more about the we than the me? For me, you can't play defense without the we. It's 11 people out there trying to 
we're not calling plays. We're calling the defense to defend the field and or the situation. And you need all 11 to do that. So I'm proud. I'm proud of those guys, how they're playing and playing for each other, playing together and just proud about the way they're improving each week. And so, you know, that's that's the biggest thing. Spillane is a guy that's not getting a lot of national attention, but he's doing a lot in your quarterbacking, your offense, mm-hmm. I mean, your defense, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about his play and, and your thoughts on him, sir? I really enjoy being around him. He's great in terms of leadership, good energy every day. He's really consistent, really consistent. And thankfully, he could get off blocks. He could tackle the ball carrier. He could communicate. Those would be, you know, all on the checklist for a linebacker. So those are always good. <laughs> Amik talked about after the game, he was joking, but because he had made a mistake earlier mm-hmm. on his interception. Had to get that for PG. Had to get that for PG. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even talk about Amik without coaches and teammates laughing. Mm-hmm. What is it about his gregarious attitude that has endeared him to this franchise? I love that word. I, re- I remember that on the spelling test once, once upon a time. That, that was one I fell in love with. Miscellaneous was the first word I fell in love with. And gregarious, that might have that been in the top ten. Miss Mastriani's... Uh, uh, my class, English class in uh, fourth grade. Anyway, but um, but um, his personality, you know, again, he's just, you know, he's always smiling, has good energy around the, the building. And it's all about resetting after one bad play. I mean, again, I, I can't speak on what play he's talking about. And but I mean, I just know that, you know, he's he's doing a good job for us. He's a ball hawk who gets to the ball and he really he, his toughness always shows up. That's one thing, you know, whether it's tackling, you know, in tight man to man coverage, being able mentally tough to be able to bounce back from a, a bad play. That's the thing that stands out with me for him. In the early parts of kind of evaluating the Jets, mm-hmm. you know, the Jets build, A, uh, what are the threats that you feel like Garrett Wilson provides for your cornerbacks? And also, when you look at Brees Hall, what are some things that he can do that you guys going to have to limit? <laughs> to start with those two, yeah. Um, I'll say with Hall, we just got the thing is, everybody's at the point of attack. You know, no matter where the play is designed to go, he could go anywhere with the ball. Um, and then for the receiver, just in terms of the combination of speed, quickness, and the ability to catch the ball, you know, from all different types of angles, his catch radius is pretty dynamic, in my opinion. And he presents a lot of challenges, and they do a good job of moving him around and finding ways to give him the ball. So both very skilled players, very skilled players, and, you know, it's going to be a challenge on Sunday. Coach, halfway through his first season, can you talk a little bit about the development of Tyree Wilson? Getting better every day. Getting better every day. Love his um, work ethic. I love the fact that his physicality showing up on the field as a, a, a rookie edge player. But that's the thing, working hard to get better every day, and you can see it out there on the field. You know, I'm, I'm happy for him. When you have a, a team that's playing, you're, the opponent you're com- you have coming up that plays on a Monday night game, mm-hmm. um, does that – that could have changed the preparation all that you, you have to wait a little bit to see the last game, but everybody's watching it. You know, your players are locked into it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it changes. We, we've gone through it before, so it's nothing new. And we're not the only team that has to deal with it during the season, but nothing really changes in terms of that. But you might wait a little bit just to see the game to add it to your scouting report. But we're, you know, by the time it's Monday night, we're already, you know, we're already along with the game planning and looking at the opponent. Do, I guess in that case, do you sometimes see something and you say, oh, wait, maybe we didn't see that, maybe we didn't uh, that? Or- absolutely, that always happens. That, that always happens, but that's nothing unique to us. You know, that always happens. You have a unique relationship with your players. It's very mm-hmm. close, your mm-hmm. defensive guys, the way they are with you. 
Is that something that developed maybe the way you were raised? Is it how maybe you were as a player, what you saw in other coaches? But what is that? Because you've been around the game long enough to know that isn't always the norm. Mm-hmm. Well, me as a player, I was, I was terrible. So that's one thing. Let's start there. So <laughs> I had to get relationships with my coaches just to stay on the team. But no, but I know this. The, one of the coaches that had the most influence on me in my life, Coach Brooks, who's at Dartmouth now, you know, I consider him like an older brother figure. He, I mean, I had a great relationship with him because the way he poured into us. And when we all get on, you know, whether it's Zoom or text messages, we all, I mean, like, he has a really tight relationship with all of his former players. And I don't know, for all the years he's been in the Ivy League, and, you know, the Ivy League doesn't have a bunch of captains per team. I mean, I would say he probably probably had coached his position probably like 15 to 20 captains for whether it's Yale, Dartmouth, Penn, whatever it's been. So... He's been a great influence to me. Um, the relationship I have with the players here, it starts with listening. You know, and I learned that early in my career. You got to be a good listener. Sometimes I'm good at it. Sometimes I'm bad at it. But, you know, thankfully have a relationship where, you know, they could uh, give me a little uh, forgiveness once in a while when I'm not doing a good job of listening. But that's, that's the main component right there. Raiders fans, you can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders and the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Raiders. First of all, you were able to, in four short days, implement and make changes, which is miraculous. But So would you talk about that process going through it? Because you're going to be able to do more each and every week. But how proud are you of your guys? Because they certainly paid attention to detail. I mean, I, I just everybody kind of hit the ground running. First of all, just getting the staff together, um, getting everybody organized, um, you know, on a short week and on, you know, some different circumstances um, and just really attacking the players on what we needed to do, you know, as a unit, what was most important for them. And then just designing the practice and the plan and going out and the execution part of it, let them feel kind of how the game was going to be called and and let that practice happen and, you know, carry over to the game. You've never called plays in the NFL, but the fact that you played in probably the best conference in all of college football at quarterback, how much did that help you to be able to do what you did at such a high level on Sunday? I mean, I frankly, like just throughout, you know, my years of coaching and playing, I mean, every game, I mean, every snap you gain more information. Um, and as a young coach and then gradually as I progressed throughout my career, um, relying on people, asking questions, and then certain situations that happen, and you just try to develop that and have that carry over into you know what we did, tried to do on Sunday. Several players, including uh, Josh Jacobs, was talking about how you kind of sought their feedback of like what what's working, what plays do you run well. I guess how yeah. important was that for you to do that, and why? Well, why do you do that? I just want them to feel confident and comfortable, and and um, you know, like I told you, I went into everybody's rooms. Um, kind of when we hit the ground running on those first couple meetings and just let them know kind of me and then get some feedback from them. And I, uh, you know, even during the game, you know, I'm telling them kind of what's coming up, what I'm thinking, uh, what are they seeing, um, which is important. They're the guys out there. You know, I'm calling the plays and I want to call plays that, you know, they feel confident about. And if there's something that I really want to get out, you know, get out there to them, I'll let them know it's coming. And it's just constant communication with with those guys. 
Coach, what were the biggest improvements you would say you noticed in Aiden's game from week four to last week? And also, how do you think he can continue those improvements moving forward? Yeah, I, I mean, I was really proud of him. First of all, you know, our offensive line did a great job of, you know, keeping him upright. And he did a really good job of getting the ball out on time as far as the passing game. And obviously the running game, obviously it all, it all ties together uh, for him. He, you know, he handled certain situations really well. Um, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, throwing a ball away is the right thing to do within that timing of the play. And, um, you know, he mixed, he, he moved the ball around well. You know, we had a bunch of different targets to different guys. And, uh, but I thought his just management of the game and staying in the game and not doing too much, not pressing, and just kind of letting it come to him was a big improvement. What you said at the beginning of that was the offensive line and how they played. Yeah. What were some things that you think like really started to click for the offensive line against the Giants? Um, I mean, it's just the f physicality that they brought to the game, the mentality. It did. And, and the runner brought that too. Josh did. He ran the ball really hard. AP, the defensive guy, you're the quarterback. But even though you're different, you had the same philosophy, attack, go after things. Yeah. When you he wanted you, you're the guy he wanted to do this. Yeah. And will you talk about that symmetry between you and AP? Again, different personalities, but same football mentality. Absolutely. I mean, it's just the great thing with AP is, is being able to communicate with him. He comes down to my office and, you know, kind of see what I'm doing and then communicates like he's usually a day or two ahead, you know, kind of what what he's thinking about and um it was fun on the sidelines because it was, for me and him, it was our first, you know, and we were communicating during the game, and um, he was right there with me um, as I was calling plays for the first time, and I thought he did a really good job, and he made me feel very comfortable out there. He did a great job. He spent, went to the offensive line room every day. How much do you think that impacts when the head coach is walking into a specific team meeting every single day? I would say anytime the head coach comes in any, anywhere, it's, there's an impact. For sure, um, and he uh, he did. He spent a good time with them, and I think he's been you know going out throughout the building and you know emphasizing what's important for us. And we just uh, do our job is to take that to the to the practice field and make that let that carry over to the game. There's been a kind of rotation at right tackle for much of the year. Uh, obviously, Thayer was out, so Jermaine played the whole game. How did you how did you like his performance? How did you assess his performance? And is that something you're comfortable with? Or when Thayer's back, is there a decision to be made there? Well, I'll just keep it keep it keep it plain and simple. I thought that those guys, like I said, did a really good job of taking advantage of their opportunities. So, you know, we'll see from there what happens. You were known as being very creative when I'm I've talked to some people who are with you at Tennessee and I'm just curious that creativity how much do you enjoy being the OC now? You get to let that loose. You're not running yeah. someone else's plan, you're running your own. There's a fine line, you know. You can't be too too wild, but um, it's got to be calculated. Um, and then, you know, them understanding our players, uh, understanding kind of the why of something when it goes in is very important for them to know. Um, and I try to do a good job of communicating that to them. A couple of seasons ago, you were with the Jets, and obviously the team has had a lot of turnovers mm -hmm. since you were there. But just based off of what you know about this team, what are some things on defense that you have to look at and evaluate? Oh, no, they're, they're a good football team. They really are. They're very explosive. Um, and we have to we have to do a really good job of you know hitting our keys, you know what we what we believe in that's going to help us win the football game, and we'll develop our plan around that. You came, you came out and ran the ball, obviously all but one play on the first drive. I guess how how intentional was that coming into the game, and how much was just that it was working and you kept going? Um, 
I, I told the guys I want to be, I want to develop, win the line of scrimmage, be physical, and, and get, the, get our running back going, you know, and, and get some confidence like we talked about all week and get that going. And then, you know, the rest will take care of itself. Well, the bomb and the long play, you had those routes early on even. Didn't yeah. necessarily go with them, but they were there. How important is stretching the field so that teams can't do what they've done all year and stack the box? It's very important. So it's uh, it was an emphasis, and I'm, I'm glad I told myself I was going to get those called early for those guys. They deserve that, and uh, I'm glad they went out and executed it. I, one of the things you kind of joked about last week was just you know knowing make sure you hold the button down. Yeah. How, how did the logistics go? How the communication go? I went out there early and messed around with it a little bit. Um, yeah, it went good. I got a couple times. It got low to the 15 marker. But I got I got to play out, and luckily, I, you know, I have a really smart quarterback that kind of he he can anticipate actually what I'm calling, um, which is a blessing, and he did a really good job of that. But it was it was fun. I got the hang of it pretty quickly. You mentioned the the deep pass already to uh, to Trey, but you got him involved quite a few times mm-hmm. in some different plays. Got the ball in his hands. How much of a weapon do you think he can be, and how exciting is it to have a young player with that much? Athletic he is. Ability? He's very explosive. He's very talented, and he works really hard. And People that do those those things deserve a deserve opportunities. Thanks for listening to the Raiders Press Pass. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com. Raiders fans, you can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Raiders. Go on, get a little out there, into the big-hearted heart of Nevada. Swap your jersey for more adventurous attire. Take a time out and huddle around the campfire. Come to a place where the stars shine brighter. Change your POV. Ride an ATV. Tell reality BRB. We've got surprising things to see. Go on. Get a little out there. Start planning your trip at TravelNevada.com.